This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of Our Fair City is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Please enjoy the show. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs, Heart Life. These stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, Heart Life, all the life you'll ever need. The icy fist of terror grips an entire society. With the first impact of the Stormhawks, vile, blasphemous assault on the tower, hunks of ceramic plating are torn away from the edifice. The grapple cannons of the rebellious lightning bandits strike the tower again and again, leaving us exposed, vulnerable, and violated. Such a desecration cannot stand, and the sheer impropriety of the act drives the noble policies of heart life to action. The less noble policies of heart life are also driven to action. The tower's collapsing! Run for your lives! This is the worst day ever! Old man, everyone, I need you all to focus! Grayson, stop running! It's just the armor plating. The tower is fine. You have an exceptionally loose definition of fine, Veronica Hasher. Now is our chance, boys. That system they're using to talk to the Stormhawks out there? What about it? It's the same kind of sound system I used to install for Perkins and Wade for Rescape. You mean tower policies get their very own loudspeaker? They don't have to crowd into the hallways to find out if it's oatmeal day? I don't have time to unpack that, Tim, so yes. And I know how to port in an auxiliary signal on those systems. So you want to take the cassette of Archie? Up the tower, jam it into a player, and hijack the loudspeaker with the new input. Everyone in the tower will hear the broadcast. High and low. That's a, no wait. That's a dumb idea. How are you gonna scale the tower, right, an ant? Up on the business end of those giant grappling hooks? Come on now. This window cleaner's rig looks sturdy enough. If you all pull at the same time, I can ascend pretty fast, get the job done, and come back down. But aren't you forgetting something? The tower is crawling with ants. And that is what this is for. The Hendersonian flag? You said it yourself. The ants hate the smell of... Whatever this flag's been dragged through for six weeks. Oh, that would be garbage and human waste. 
And on it goes as the world's absolute nastiest cape. What if they shoot at you with the grapple cannon? Grayson, I'm trusting you to pull on that rope fast enough to get me out of the way. And I'm also hoping that their aim is very bad. Let's get to it! You're a brave woman, Veronica Hasher. Extraordinarily brave and strong and a little bit dumb. You embody the best of Neil Henderson with only a third of the smell. Come on, boys. Let's send her up. Yeah! Heave and ho! And so Veronica Hasher ascends, draped in the vile banner of the Hendersonian order, in their delusion that they are somehow aiding the policies of heart life, the band of radicals below pull as hard as they can, sending Mrs. Hasher into the broadcasting spike. This second assault reverberates within the tower. And here we have little Janine. Say hi to the nice policies, Janine. Hi to the nice policies. Is that Archibald Funny Pants promotion? Yeah, I think he's moved into documentary stuff now. Shh, shh. the higher-ups must want us to hear this. Mm. Tell me, sweetheart, what has your experience been like down here in Dry Waste Corridor 7? The tower watch took my parents away. What? That's terrible. That's horrible. Why would they do a thing like that? They were paying their refugee premium. What? Is it true? A refugee premium. The people who asked for this premium, were they wearing a uniform? Did you did you know these people? They my parents said it wasn't real, and then they didn't have to pay it. But they took them away anyhow. Oh, oh that's awful. Who's in charge of the resettlement program? I don't know. Let's find out and start a petition to have them fired. Mm-hmm. The tower is now compromised, both within and without, as traitorous rogues seek to dismantle all that we have built, this union, this society. Fortunately, some policies are still loyal to the cause of the company. Dr. Caligari's laboratory is home to at least one of them. Look at him go. Like watching a root ball game from below. Cobalt, it's time. Load the canister into the dispersal system. Locked and loaded, Dr. Caligari. Excellent. I'll adjust for wind speed, and then we'll spray it out all over the tower. Okay, Cobalt. Light him up! Yeah! Cross your fingers. No point. Everything I build works as designed. The spores are being mixed with water in the tank as designed. It's being aerated and pressurized as designed. And the spray is? Yep. Now for the interesting part. Fungus should be taking effect now. I'm afraid so. Dr. Caligari, I have some bad news. Oh, that's a shame. Last week, I told you I was meeting Valentine for lunch on level eight. I lied. 
I was taken to see the directors. You don't say. They told me so many things. Dr. Harrison. Wow. Okay. First of all... They told me how similar you and I are. How similar our lives had been. And how they're about to diverge. Uh Uh-huh. Look at me when I'm talking to you! I was just watching the ants. I'm listening. I have wanted to be a scientist my whole life. And to do it, I have lived on the margins of the margins of this city. Recycling broken glass into Erlenmeyer flasks. Jury rigging Bunsen burners to run on the fumes from rotten garbage. Yes. You keep telling me. If I were so much as a descendant of a director, I'd be crowing it from the top of the people mover. And I assume Switchblade Cobalt is your given name? Wasn't the name I was born with, but it sure as hell is the one I was given. But you? You're a daughter of a director! You throw it away like nothing! You openly disobey them! You lived among criminals! Says the criminal. I'm a scientist now. They gave me a commission and a lab coat and a doctorate. Just like that. The fungus will spread. And the ants will be ours to command within... Oh, 15 minutes. And by the way... You're fired! You don't say. This isn't funny. (laughs) Pack your shit. This lab is mine now. You never read my notes, did you? What does that have to do with anything? Our paths diverged a long time ago. And it began when you stopped thinking for yourself. I don't suppose you're familiar with what a cordyceps fungus actually does, are you? All this time, you just listened to me talk about the specific lesions we'd trained the mycelium to make in the ant ganglia, and you just sort of assumed it was magic? I know what it does. Did you know it kills the ant? Sure. Of course I did. After a couple of months. Remember when I had you insert mayfly DNA into the sequence? Oh, no, 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 no. So more like a few But I told the directors they'd have the ant army. I told them the control would last indefinitely. You were wrong. Soon, the fruiting bodies of the cordyceps fungus will erupt out of their heads and kill them all. I could still scare them off with the pheromones, but it won't make much difference now. You sabotaged your own project! Eh. You're nuts, Caligari! Throughout my career, I have held fast to one key piece of engineer's reasoning. Always keep a way to turn the damned thing off. Controlling the ants is a fool's errand. So it's not sabotage. More like managing up. What, what, what are you doing? Gathering my things. Like you told me to. Aren't I fired? You can't just bag up scientific equipment like you're shopping at the Hot Mart. Where do you think you're going with that? What is that, exactly? Oh, this old thing. I call it the Freeze Master. You stay away from me with that thing! Real smug, Caligari. You're already on the outs with the board. 
You think this little stunt is going to help you? I'll just tell them you're the one who who screwed up the fungus. That doesn't really concern me. They'll come after you. They can try. And Cobalt, enjoy the show. No! What are they doing? They're dying. It's a mercy, really, compared to what Heartlife would have done to them. You know, it's a shame, Cobalt. You're a smart woman. You're pragmatic. Thank you. Sadly, you're just a bit too eager to please. Work on that. And maybe cut fewer people. Now to do something incredibly stupid. Attention policy. This elevator is out of order. Please use the stairs. I don't need the elevator. Just the cable. Level zero, here I come. Despicable. Caligari spits on Switchblade's Cobalt's work ethic, and moreover, her newly acquired sense of compliance. If only more policies shared Cobalt's drive and loyalty, we'd all be in a better place today instead of where we are. Elizabeth, hold him down. I'm sorry, Dr. West. I I wish we had some anesthetic. Uh, If I had a nickel for every time (laughs) Elizabeth, hold him down. I, I can't. What? We're opening his head, and that means brains and... Elizabeth, eat my arm. What? No, I don't want to eat your arm. Why not? I'm flesh, I'm blood, I'm nearly helpless. Why not eat me? Monty, you're my friend. Exactly. You aren't some mindless beast, Elizabeth. You have self-control. So, use it now and help us save Herbert. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm through. Elizabeth. Shh, it's okay, Herbert, I'm here. Um, Dr. Morrow? Andrew, what is it? By the directors. I don't recognize any of this anatomy. Clearly Herbert has done his own modifications. What do we do? Look for damage. Uh, I can't see with all this oxygenated gel. I'll give you some suction. Do the riggers have a pump? No. Well, they have a straw. How's that? Better. All right. What about this little shrivelly part? I don't know. That looks old. Does it look scorched? Yeah. Ah, the orbital frontal cortex. Figures. That controls decision-making, right? Those were good times. We're losing him! 
Here, I think I found it. Well done, Andrew. So, how do I fix it? Take the micro clamp and attach it we to We don't the... have any micro clamps. What about microfiber stem? No! Mm. Do something! Here! What about this? Industrial epoxy? My dear boy, the brain isn't some model lightning rig you can just super glue back together. Why not? We just need to close the blood vessel until it can heal, right? Never mind. Proceed. Suction. I sure hope this works. Okay, I'll just hold it together. Uh, how long does it say I have to wait? Ten seconds should do it. There. The spill of jealous stopped. I... I did it? Indeed. Well done, Doctor. Let's put his head back on. Once the epoxy cures, your artery will be stronger than ever. What was that? The ants. Mom, go check it out. They're coming this way. We've got to run. We still have to stitch his head back together. No time. Use the glue. He's not a jigsaw puzzle, Elizabeth. Just do it. Done! Now we need to- It's too late. Everyone get behind me. Andrew, if we don't get through this, I want you to know that I, I love you like a son. I love you back, Mom. Uh, what just happened? Elizabeth? Herbert, how do you feel? Uh, fine. Fine. I thought... I smell science. The ants, they've been paralyzed. Not paralyzed. Killed. If I'm not mistaken, that's a cordyceps fungus emerging from their heads. Oh, Emily, she did a thing. Herbert, don't jostle. You'll lose your head. I'm sorry, my dear. Do you think it's safe to rejoin the Stormhawks? Has it ever been? Sully! Sully! Moose! Where's that cracking woman? She ain't here, boss! The ants on the tower went all funny, and she took off that way! Dirty Sal. Form up, boys! Uh, Get the lightning guns loaded and ready. There's no telling what those ants will- Oh, oh my- Found her! Oh. Jane! Son of claims adjuster. I got a sniper up there. Think that bullet was expensive. Chief, no. You gotta stay with me. Hopper! Hopper! Get a doctor! Moose, wait. Tell Benny I... Tell Benny he's alright. I will, Chief. I will. The tower is a holy edifice. To strike it is to strike at the directors, and to strike at the directors is an act of blasphemy. Blasphemy does not go unpunished. The only destiny of the apostate is death. Remember that policy. Think on the lessons I have taught you. Do not listen to the outsider. What he says, what he believes, is heresy. And the only cure for heresy is a bullet. Find out just how much medicine Heart Life has to dish out 
as the story of our fair city continues. Hi, this is Clayton, creative director of Our Fair City, with a personal word about our show and the world today. I'm speaking now for myself and for the artists within the Heartlife family who feel as I do. We started telling this story in 2011. We wanted it to be epic and fun and a little bit subversive. We wanted to tell great stories, but we also wanted to take shots at the insincerity of corporations that pretend to care and at the isolationism that demonizes the other. We wanted to show how serious climate change really is, and we wanted to do this by treating these subjects with humor. It's been hard to maintain that sense of humor in the wake of everything that's happened since the inauguration. I am deeply concerned by the new administration's treatment of the EPA and National Park Service, the revival of the Dakota Access and Keystone XL pipelines, and the immoral immigration ban. Our fair city is the story of a society that collapsed due to climate change, a city that closed its doors to refugees, and a government that controls all information that its people receive. It was meant to be a satire, but now it feels all too real. There are many ways to push back. We like to think that telling our story is one way we do so. We also support the lawyers who flocked to airports to represent immigrants and green card holders. We support those within the National Park Service and NASA who have launched alternative Twitter feeds to ensure that true science will not be silenced. And we support those who march and those who write or call their elected representatives. We encourage you to take action and to get involved in any way you can. History will judge us by our actions in the coming months. No matter what happens, none of us are alone. Thanks for listening to the show and to me now. And we'll see you in the tunnels. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.